Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. KFI AM640, you're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We were detoured a bit the last hour of Friday's show in and around the moist line. We were following a pretty crazy police chase. And uh, we now know over the weekend a lot more about what we were dealing with. This is the guy that ended up carjacking a pickup truck and driving incredibly recklessly for many miles, sometimes crossing into the oncoming lanes, of course, using the shoulder. But everybody noticed in every story on this thing that happened Friday that he did slow down and wait a moment for students passing through a crosswalk Mm. uh, along one of... So in other words, he didn't try to just barrel through the crosswalk. He did slow up and he waited because a bunch of students who were crossing with the light were busy in the crosswalk getting across the way. He could have tried to push through them and maybe gotten them to spread out for him, but he waited. If he had upped the dosage on whatever drugs he was flying high on, he might have run them all down. Yeah, I think the adrenaline gets going with these guys once that uh, they get so worked up. Uh, anyway, what we were dealing with um, is a forty uh, a forty four year old guy by the name of Benjamin Gonzalez, who, from one of the photos taken, uh, the picture in the story I'm looking at, looks like he's got a man bun as he ran from the car afterwards. Finally, that's embarrassing. Uh, man buns are one of the most embarrassing things a man can have. It really is. If you're going to be uh, some kind of long hair freak, wear it proudly. Let it flap in the breeze, but breeze, but tying it up like a in a bun. That is just sad. It really is a, the saddest look. Whenever I see a man bun on a guy, 
All I can think of is this loser. This guy's just a loser. So here is what unfolded in kind of the complete story. Uh, Ontario police notified Corona police about a pursuit and a hit-and-run collision that occurred in Chino. Did you get all that? That's three different places. Ontario, Corona, Chino. With the assistance of the Ontario Police Department helicopter, Corona police located this guy in his vehicle and tried to conduct a traffic stop. This is back in Corona on Ontario Avenue. However, uh, they thought because he was driving dangerously, they didn't actually pursue the vehicle. So a Riverside police helicopter arrived and was watching this guy from overhead. He drove into a Shell gas station parking lot in Corona and um, he entered the food mart with a rifle. Upon exiting the food mart, he confronted a 37-year-old Corona resident, a man, and carjacked his pickup truck. <clears throat> suspect fired at least one rifle round during the confrontation. The suspect then led people, uh, police on the law. This is where we picked it up. The, the suspect. Pursuit. <laughs> I don't think he's a suspect. I think he actually did all this. I saw it with my own eyes. Right. So it started in Corona, then came into Orange County and Los Angeles County. More than an hour, and as I said, he was driving on the wrong sides of the road. He made his way through Orange County before heading north. Uh, it ended up in the Harbor City area of L.A., where the pickup truck slammed into a light pole that he apparently it wouldn't start. He couldn't but, move it. But he jumped and down. He got out and he, got, yeah, he jumped out and tried to run. Oh, he tried to carjack another uh, he, uh, yes. vehicle. And uh, it, it turns out this guy has, quote, a violent criminal history. Has anybody fleshed out what the violent criminal history is? The age of 44. He's not slowing down. Looks like he's in the prime of his life now. And what are we telling people every, almost every show? They're closing all the prisons. They're finding new ways to reduce sentences. These are the types of people that are going to be out there. Uh, probably in years past, somebody with a long criminal record might still be in prison today. But the prisons are emptying at an unbelievable rate. What was that number? They're down to 95,000. What was the number a few years ago? Uh, 100 and... 160. That, look at that. It was, it, no, it's so at, least... 60, it was at least 65,000 people who would probably still be in prison that have been released in the last couple of years. Yeah, Think so, about that. Uh, this guy surely would be. But, you know, why aren't they releasing the details? And why isn't anybody in the idiot media demanding for the details and getting the details? This should be public record. Every bad thing this guy has ever done going back to kindergarten should be public record now because the, the, the these legislators ought to be indicted. The governor ought to be indicted for letting a, a character like this loose. Yeah, so that's the only thing we don't know yet, and usually it takes a reporter <coughs> to dig around to find the details of this guy's long criminal history. Nobody's and probably interested. somewhere in there we'll see something dealing with AB 109 or Prop 57, some other method or means or to put this guy on the streets quicker. Or some stupid plea bargain he did. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's the worst it's one. A, You're right. That's always underreported. The lesser, plea bargains are way off the chart now. And this is, this is you can't. Our function. courts are too crowded, so we no. have to negotiate with these people in order to get to quicker justice. No, no excuses. No excuses accepted. If this guy has a bad history, then he should be in prison. I, I don't want to hear anybody's reason anymore. Put him in prison. Have the trial. Go for the conviction. Get the full sentence. And and the full sentence should be imposed. And no parole. And no time off for anything. That's, that is the new system that needs to be enacted. Because then guys like this won't be running around. Do you want the guy running around or not? Would life be better if this guy was in prison for the rest of his life? Of course it would be. So why not do it? This guy 
if you remember, was firing his gun right through the windshield of the car. Remember that? I'm surprised that this ended. Uh, Obviously, the car wouldn't run, so he got out and ran, but I thought he would still have the gun with them. I think this guy... they just tackled him and hogtied him. I think this guy was jacked up in some... uh... I don't so, want to excuse him with drugs. I think lifetime no, criminals are it's, lifetime it's, criminals. It's it's not it's not excusing it it it's the cause of the of the behavior. Like this guy's behavior was really even outside most car chase situations, right? I mean when you when you're when you're firing a weapon through your own window, when when you're driving on the wrong side of the road, when you're crossing diagonally at a, a traffic light intersection, what would cause your your brain to do that and and not have the normal break on on your impulses that all of us have? Well, it's 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 too many drugs. All right, I think it's just people that they're gang members or whatever. They find this to be cool. I'm gonna out I'm gonna outrun the police here, and the adrenaline gets pumping. And they think that uh, they're in some sort of a movie situation here. I was just trying to see if there was any update on his criminal history, but most of these no, stories are no, still two days be- old. Because all the reporters are lazy. There's no follow-up done. You know, these uh, you could have bots writing these stories. Maybe bots are writing these stories. Yeah, it was the Corona Police Department that put out the violent criminal history line. So, And by the way, Gonzalez is just identified as of Los Angeles County. Well, that's pretty broad. One other story does say he might be from the city of L.A., but some are just saying L.A. County. Why, why is it hard to get an address? Or is he a homeless guy? Well, that's what I also Or is he an illegal well, alien? He's, what, what he's is so he? recently released from prison, he probably doesn't but they, have it. They, they don't give out any uh, personal details about, about these, these crazies anymore. You don't get right. anything. Why, why is that? Because it would, uh, oh, would it stigmatize him in some way? Yeah. This is nuts. All right, we got more uh, coming up on the uh, John and Ken Show. KFI AM 640, we're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We'll be checking in and what's going on in the San Bernardino Mountain communities after another long weekend. People are still frustrated trying to dig out, get some more supplies, get help with any situation they got going on. We'll be talking to Blake Trolley after the news at 2 o'clock for an update on what's going on up there. Also, over the weekend, while Dippity Doo was out of the state, he came back yesterday. He declared an emergency over these storms and then left on some personal trip. Uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was here in Southern California. And he was acting governor over the weekend. That's nice. What did he do? Anything? Did he close? Did he reopen all the prisons and change all the uh, sentencing laws? He, he got snowblowers and snowplows into uh, into Lake Arrowhead. Really, a Florida guy did that. Yeah, Florida guy. He's, he's good. He's good. Don't he's, have much uh, experience with snowplows in he's, Florida. He's up and coming. Uh, we'll play some of the audio later on. He was at the Ronald Reagan Library, and uh, although he hasn't formally declared he's running for president, that's the impression people get. And I saw a story over the weekend, and I think this gets. A little overlooked because California being, being as it is, you know, this incredibly blue state, the legislature is like two thirds or more Democrats, all the statewide officials are Democrats. There are five million Republican voters in California, five million. There, That's a lot when you when you throw that over the whole country and you talk about delegates to a convention. You get it? That's why it's important. Oh, there's, they there's, still have to campaign here. Yeah, there are more Republican voters in uh, California than there are in most states. It's five million. 
Yeah. That's the border of the population of many states. And and it's it's a big fundraising area, too, because there's many wealthy Republicans that live in California. So this is this is not an insignificant place. Just because the Republicans lose elections doesn't mean that there isn't a lot of uh, Republican energy here that uh, candidates need. Right. And uh, especially the money that they need. Right. And there'll be delegates for the convention to be had. So. They'll be making trips out here. It just won't be as important. What they might be doing is fishing for the primary. I think come well, the general election, we probably won't be seeing so much Republican no, candidates. But, but we, we got the, we've got the most uh, Republican delegates of uh, any state in the union. Right. So, you uh, you know, it's, it's, it's huge to win the California primary. All right. So we'll also get to that uh, coming up a bit later on. Uh, we're talking about uh, violence and crime. And the reason we are is because we point out time and time again that because they've emptied the prisons in the state of California, there's more of these people on the streets. We know for sure that the guy who ran on that uh, long police chase last Friday after carjacking a pickup truck has a long, violent criminal history. He's a great example of somebody who's out there that probably should not be out there. We were doing this story five or ten years ago. We wouldn't be talking about a guy like that, most likely. Uh, it was actually a pretty violent weekend altogether uh, on saturday a 28 year old man stabbed six people during an early morning melee in downtown los angeles a melee that's the word i have here in the channel four story <laughs> they not... went with m-e-l-e-e uh, melee you ever hear someone use the word melee in ordinary melee sounds soft it sounds like uh, a melee like a rugby scrum right people are just kind of pushing each other and <laughs> Oh, uh, honey, look, there's a melee down the block. 2.12 in the morning, paramedics got a report of a stabbing. This is West 7th Street. Uh, they rushed to the scene just after 2 a.m. Apparently, there was a confrontation of two, two groups of people, and uh, this one 28-year-old man just began stabbing mm. people. So whether these were gangs that met up or there was some other... God. Issue. Would you want to? Would you want to be on Seventh Street in L.A. at two in the morning on a Saturday? Oof. No, but you're you're asking for a knife in the back. I know you'll enjoy this little extra note I saw in one story. They don't believe any homeless people were involved. Because <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of in that area of downtown <laughs> oh, Los Angeles. Right? Was it some sort of a rage where a homeless guy got into a fight over someone else because it's two oh. in the morning arguing over some some property or these, woman? Or, so these were housed people meleeing. I, I guess it just verb? said people uh, meleeing. They were they were housed people, right? Yeah. And then we had an even bigger story where two men opened fire at a beach in San Pedro, a place called Royal Palms Beach. This also happened on Saturday night. In fact, five men were still hospitalized after the shooting. Uh, there was thirty to fifty people who were attending a small reggae concert along the San Pedro, Pedro Strand Saturday evening. And again, there was some sort of altercation with a group of men who were barbecuing at the beach, and then suddenly people started opening fire. <laughs> opening fire to barbecue. I... <laughs> well, it makes you wonder. You never want to... I mean, we talk about this with road rage. You just don't really want to get in any kind of a physical or verbal confrontation with anybody anymore because if you don't know them, they might have a gun. And that's what can happen. There's also a lot of gang activity in San Pedro, too. There is a lot, right. 
I mean, the victims ranged in age from 20 to 50. Two victims in critical condition, two others in serious condition. Uh, what's her name? Began barking quickly, I guess, because she's one of the big government people there. Your friend Janice Hahn, the L.A. Oh, County what supervisor. What is she going to do? And you have an L.A. City Council member, Tim McGosker. Yeah, he, he replaced uh, Joe Buscaino. Joe, Joe Buscaino, right. Who were just lamenting this violence and now i think they're going to go with a curfew well, at the right, beach on here, the weekends here, or something here's the thing um they want they want an earlier closing time on the beach this is what they do instead of throwing bad guys in prison and keeping them there it's well nobody can use the beach now everybody's got to go home now that is exactly how they do it no janice Hahn. and, and, and what else she said there's just too many guns we just had the uh, shooting in monterey park and and now we've had this and uh yeah, she just focuses right again then, on the guns and but, not keeping the bad people where they belong in a prison. Yeah, try this. Put people away in prison for long sentences. See what happens. What are we going to lose here? I, I mean, I, mean I, I cannot stand that they say the same damn stupid thing every single incident. They've got exactly the same response. There's no intelligence at all. Just no, 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 no IQ at all. Janice Hahn has a negative IQ. <laughs> Put the bad guys in prison. Keep them there. Then there's nobody on the beach to shoot. Then there's nobody uh, carjacking cars and taking people on freeway chases. Put them away. Leave them there. What do you care if they're in prison a long time? Why does it bother you? What's it to you? So I don't yeah, understand. I, I don't why understand are you? That why, why, why are people upset if bad guys are in prison a long time? I don't know. I could see family members of the prisoners bitching, but I can't understand. You're right. No, why is, there are so many politicians and and writer hacks who all they do is obsess about that there's too many people in prison. Yeah, I, I have no interest in the number of people in prison. I have a huge interest in how many former prisoners are running around committing uh, violent crimes. But I, if you told me there were 10,000 people in prison, 510,000 people, I'd say, hey, whatever. If they if they did the crime, they got caught, fine, put them away. We have to build 50 more prisons or 1,000 more prisons, fine, go do it. Whatever it takes. I just want to be able to walk the street at night. Go to the beach. Go yeah. to a concert, right? And not worry about getting stabbed by some lunatic who's already spun through the system a dozen times. What is with people's interest in how men? What do you care what happens to these people? Let them rot in prison. They, they already made their choices. They can't so, control their impulses. These guys got away. They drove off in a silver for sedan. And in the last update I have, I don't think they've been caught yet. So uh, you're right. The response instead was, well, let's just uh, prevent people from gathering like yeah. this, and we'll just close the beach. Yeah, no earlier, more barbecues. And then we'll find a way. And you know what? Oh, you know what Han also said? Uh, Janice Han, I did see this quote too. And, and it's so sad because not too far away from there, we just had a gun buyback day. She oh, did not so say that. She did, yes. She actually said that. Yeah, they did. They had one of those events. Oh, over the weekend, what a. Right? Foolish person. So you see, if the guys in the silver sedan had just stopped off at the gun buyback, right? They, they turned in their guns for whatever they give you a gift card or something. That, they yeah. wouldn't have been uh, possessing the guns to shoot people at the beach at San Pedro. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the logic. That, right? That's so sad. Mister Psycho Criminal didn't bring his gun to gun buyback day so he could get a gift certificate. 
What about she learn about serious? those buybacks? It's usually old rusty guns and nothing. Thing- it's not like gang members are walking up there with their latest models. Hey, you want my AK-47? Yeah. <laughs> want my AR-15? It's another one that escapes me, this obsession with gun buybacks. Why do Look at that. We just removed 50 guns from the community. Uh, can I see them? And, and we, who gave them to you? We actually uh, have talking <laughs> vegetables running this city. <laughs> I, I, I just... I, 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 I'm out of words. I'm out of ways to describe this. This can't possibly get stupider than Janice Hodge saying, oh, we just had a gun buyback. Get out of here. All right, we've got more coming up. John and Ken Show, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere in the iHeart Radio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Tomorrow finally begins the trial of the disgraced, sidelined, City Councilman Mark Ridley Thomas. Oh, good. This story is unbelievable. He has raised over a million and a half dollars for donors to pay his pricey lawyers. I want to read you one quote from Fred Rosen, the former CEO of Ticketmaster. They have their own problems, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Look at some of these companies that donate money to him. <laughs> he pitched in $4,100, and he told the El Segundo Times... I don't know the facts. I don't want to know the facts. <laughs> He's a friend, then you stand by your friends when they have issues. Mac, several people. Thomas Saffron, an affordable housing developer in Brentwood. Oh, well. There gave $6,600. Same thing. I don't know the details of what's going on. But he's been, he added, I think, the world of him. Where is the affordable housing in Brentwood? Uh, what? Uh, yeah, really? <laughs> what development is that exactly? Uh-huh. Was that part of the state law that they have to start building? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. That's that's news to me. Uh, well, the long list of donors in this story include, oh, my gosh, the disgraced former Dodgers owner, Frank McCourt, who gave 25 grand. Just, did, did Frank McCourt just hate Los Angeles? I mean, he um, almost destroyed the Dodgers. Mr. Parking Lots? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Parking Lots. He almost destroys the Dodgers, and then he's donating money to this obvious crook. Yep. I mean, let's remember that Ridley Thomas was uh, was uh, sending bribes to the dean of the USC School of Social Work. Marilyn she, Flynn is her name, and, and she pled guilty. Yeah, she pled guilty. She admitted that, uh, uh, yeah, Ridley Thomas gave her stuff. Now, this happened when he was on the L.A. County Board of Supervisors, is the allegation. They steered, he helped steer contracts to USC Social Work School in exchange for a bunch of benefits to his dud son, Sebastian Ridley Thomas. Yes, it was it was county tax money that he used to bribe the uh, dean of the social uh, work school and all to pump up his his dud loser son. I I, I mean, and you give money to that, Frank he McCourt. Apparently, what a nut! Very pricey lawyers. Some of them are coming from San Francisco. Because they work for as much as a thousand dollars an hour. He's very guilty. That's why they. Uh, he's and, already spent money. He's already borrowed money, and of course, again, he's not being paid. He's suspended from the Los Angeles City Council. I mean, the argument was, well, he's not accused of these crimes while serving on the council. So he should still be a member of the council. He was yeah. on the board of supervisors is the claim here, but that didn't hold up, or at least not so far. And uh, he's not getting paid. And it also says unless he resigns, he can't take some other paid position, I guess, in government. Unless he resigns. He, should be, perma- he should be permanently kicked out of government. There's no question he did this. 
19 counts, conspiracy, bribery, and fraud. And then you get to the best part of the story of the more than 63,000, and I'll emphasize the word here, federal criminal cases. Again, the feds are coming after Ridley Thomas. Of the 63,000 that were resolved in 2021, more than 90% ended in a guilty plea. So there you go, Mr. Ridley Thomas. It seems pretty likely that you, like the rest of the bums that they usually ensnare in these uh, cases, are not going to well, walk away from this one. Because, because the, the, the federal prosecutors are the best in the country. If you're a star prosecutor, right, you want to play in the major leagues, you're a lawyer, you have a prosecutorial uh, mindset, you, you, you have the talents and the brain power. These guys are really smart. They're much smarter than Ridley Thomas. This is kind of a dumb crime he did, right? He left he left so much evidence behind it, the paperwork and all the communications with Flynn. Uh, but you can't go up again. They and they only do it when they're absolutely sure that they can get a conviction. But about the only thing they can argue, and I don't even think this holds up, but she pled guilty, so she knew she was bribing a politician. They're going to say, I, I, I didn't know this was a bribe. I. I, I just thought that my son you know, deserved some positions at USC, and uh, uh, she helped get him in. I, I he got I, special I, treatment. When you get special treatment, look, look. again, he was given free tuition. He was given some job with a nonprofit there. He was given some sort of professorship. I think they have no. They have a lot of evidence of them communicating with each other because this deal has to be negotiated. Flynn and Ridley Thomas have to decide what are the terms of the deal and whether it's in writing or whether it was a series of phone calls, probably a lot of emails, I'm sure. Maybe there's there's taped evidence that the feds had. But in any event, she's going to explain when she testifies, if it goes that far, when she testifies, she's going to say, here's how we communicated. Here's how we talked, whether it was by text, by email, by phone. We or you met in a coffee shop, whatever it is. So there's no claiming I didn't know, because these things don't happen randomly. You, your, your, your son doesn't just randomly get a degree, randomly get a professorship. He, it's not like he opened the mail. It's like, oh, look what I won, Dad! I won a professorship at uh, USC. Ah, they paid my tuition too. I got a free degree. Wow, how'd that happen? No. They think that this defense team he hired, which includes a Silicon Valley law firm called Dory Tangri, which represented uh, Genentech and other biotech companies and defeated Novartis at trial for infringing on a skin cancer treatment drug. Uh, they think this is a three to five million dollar legal bill mm -hmm. that Mark Ridley Thomas will ultimately face. And on top of the fact that if you go to trial, and you lose, you're probably going to get a longer prison term mm -hmm. than if you negotiated some kind but of plea deal, which is what Marilyn Flynn did. He's got so, he's got one of the biggest egos of anybody I ever met in politics, though. He I think is, that's a big part of this. He right? is a, a, a pompous, self-important blowhard. He really is. Because I've met him a few times. And he, he actually puffs up like a bullfrog when, as he gets full of himself. He loves to hear himself talk. From what I understand, he was a big bully on the L.A. County Board of Supervisors. He loved to bully the other women on, on, on the supervisory board, and, and, and they allowed him to bully them. 
Big surprise. And, Some donors are lobbyists. They're affiliated with lobbyists. He's calling in all his political favors here, isn't he? Well, because these are the people. I'll be back. You're right, because he is a very confident person. So I'll be back, and I'll remember you if you give to my defense fund. Isn't he, it something like that? He, he's, he's, he has a big, booming voice. He's got a big belly. Like, he's an imposing figure. He's yeah. got a lot of self-importance and aggression. And if anybody crosses him, he can always start shouting about racism. And he's done that, too, in his career. So he's, yeah. he's he becomes bulletproof. Everybody's afraid to touch him because he's, he's, he's so nasty and belligerent. And I can only remember him being on the show once, and I remember it didn't go well. Do you re- I don't remember what the topic was. And, of course, he came on our radar big time when he took over that seat on the L.A. County Board of Supervisors. Remember, he renovated the whole office at high cost? Mm-hmm, yeah. That was a big deal. Oh, right? and remember, he started... again, he's like a king. I'm coming in now, and I'm going to show you that I'm more important. You, you remember, he started a protest movement against us? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a long ago story. Yeah, 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 yeah because we, we said the Col- uh, that the uh, Coliseum was in a crappy neighborhood back when they were still trying to get an NFL team in the Coliseum. And so he actually claimed uh, that uh, calling the Coliseum... Uh, being in a crappy neighborhood with some kind of racism, and then he organized a protest in front of the radio station to, yep. to chant, hey, hey, ho, ho, John and Ken have got to go. That's so what he he's, did. He's getting money from religious people, a presiding bishop. He's getting money from, oh, it's a lot of developers. Well, developers, yes. ministers, bureaucrats, and lobbyists. Because in case he gets back into power, they want him to grease the system so they can build their buildings. Developers don't care generally in this city about right and wrong. They don't care uh, how corrupt the system is. They just want to play the game. What does it take to get the building built? Because they make so much money, right? So in the budget, it's probably under miscellaneous or other expenses, is the bribe money. Is the money used to pay off politicians, either legally or through campaign donations or when they have special uh, funds like this, right? He has a special fund now to raise money for his defense. Or they have some special nonprofit that's actually a a cover for a slush fund that they use for their own personal uh, enjoyment. All right, we got more coming up. Again, we'll be checking on the San Bernardino Mountain communities after 2 o'clock. Apparently, those people are still very frustrated about being able to dig out and get some more help. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right, we'll be checking in after 2 o'clock with reporter Blake Trolley on the San Bernardino Mountain people who, of course, have been snowed in for what's rapidly coming up on two weeks some progress over the weekend but still a lot of frustrated people who are trying to dig out and trying to get somewhere to get supplies and get some semblance of a life back again so we'll get to that meanwhile over the weekend officials up there did hold a news conference where they admitted that they were not prepared for this and uh, they did Mm -hmm. not think it was going to be this much snow this quickly that would inundate well, the community, so they didn't have the equipment they needed to help dig out faster. Uh, All right, so we'll talk about this I, after the I have, news. I have many, many issues with those statements, but we'll get right. to that later. Uh, we present some uh, audio now from the HBO television program, Bill Maher. It looks like 80, is he 80, Bernie Sanders, 80? No, I think he's older than 80. Let me yeah. see. Bernie Sanders. Is he 82 now? Age, let's... 81. He will be 82 on September the 8th. 
I always mix them up. Pelosi, I know, is like 82, mm. and Biden, obviously, is 80. And I see. And uh, Sanders is about to turn 82. Uh, he came on real time with Bill Maher, and we have one exchange with had well, people talking. Yes. This is important, okay? Because in all our lives, we've heard about equality, which should be equality of opportunity. And a few years ago, the woke scoundrels changed it to equity, and it confused people. And equity is about equality of outcome, which is a basic tenet of socialism or communism. In fact, the way it's described here, uh, it's quite simple. You're right. Equality says individuals or groups of people are given the same resources or opportunities, but equity recognizes that each person has different circumstances Uh and allocates the exact resources and opportunities needed to reach an equal outcome. Equal outcome. So equity is more like the quota thing, if you think of it that way, recognizing that some people are behind the eight ball in life and they need uh, extra help. But you end up with the same result no matter how how much talent you have or education or skills right. or whatever else differentiates between somebody who has more and somebody who has less. Right. So for the woke people, equality is not enough. No. We need this thing called equity. And that's why you heard Newsom carry on about that so much, especially during the pandemic. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's communism, socialism. That's what uh, that is. Well, this, well, Bill Maher is asking Bernie Sanders about these terms, and here's what happened. Are we confusing equality of opportunity with trying to guarantee equity in outcomes? Okay, that's interesting, because I think this word equity has come into the language in the last few years, and before that, we didn't hear it a lot. And I think a lot of people hear equity, and they hear equality. That, like, it's the same word, and it's not the same word in the same concept. So how would you differentiate between equity and equality? Well, equality, we talk about, uh, I don't know what the answer to that is. <laughs> Come to think of it, you know, uh, equality is equality of opportunity. All right? We live in a society, we want all people right. to have whatever color your skin is. Equity, I think, is more guarantee of outcome, is it not? I yeah, think- I think so. I think that's Okay. Right. So which, do you come, which side do you come down on? Uh, equality. Equality. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. No, oh, yeah. Again, equality means that everyone gets to, everyone gets the same treatment, the same chances, well, the same resources. Yeah. Uh, equity means that everyone gets what they need to succeed. Do you see the difference there? Now, so you know that's what's really the woke people say we have to make up a lot of the but differences that are out there. This is what's interesting about this: is rarely has a politician been asked to define the term, right? And a lot of these are slogans, silly slogans. A lot of them, politicians. Just repeat them over and over as buzzwords. They're never challenged by reporters or in a debate setting to explain what the hell they're talking about. Like Newsom uses equity every five minutes, but nobody ever says, well, what does that mean? Right. What do you think it means? Well, what even you, I was confused. Like a year ago, I was like, well, isn't that equality? Or, no, you're right. You it's just common. changed the sure. I thought it was like changing the tense of the word, you know, or something. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, so, so this is the thing. When he has to say it out loud, It sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? And even the the dyed-in-the-wool socialist Bernie Sanders, even Bernie Sanders, when he says it out loud, it's like, well, no, I'm for equality. No, it's like equity is stupid. Equity is a preposterous idea. Nobody is for equity other than activists who end up getting paid to promote equity. It came from the theory of social justice, which we've talked about before. Socialism, communism. There's nothing new. 
there are no new philosophies on how people should live. It's all the same but, philosophy. But Bernie's a more old-time socialist, so I don't think he's quite on this complete woke boat. I don't think he is. No, 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 but the, but, but the whole— That's why he chose equality. Right, because—but he also chose it over equity because he realizes equity is absurd. It's never going to happen. It's unfair, impractical. It's just wrong. It's wrong morally. Right. An example of equity is this idea that's hot right now to give reparations to everybody. Right. For whatever grievance. Which is wrong because you're taking money from people who who didn't own slaves and you're asking them to pay a penalty. And the answer is no to that. Right. And and, uh, but I mean, they got a million ways to sell this nonsense and it is just nonsense. And it's because when was the last time you heard anybody try to define it? That conversation, first public conversation I've ever heard where somebody in power was forced to define what the F they're talking about. And as soon as Bernie said it out loud, he realized, oh, this sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? And, of course, he is ridiculous because he's a socialist who's a multimillionaire with three homes. So they're all phonies. I'm looking at an online illustration of equality and equity. It's actually kind of funny. They used, like, uh, I guess these guys are trying to get fruit off a tree. But one's got a bigger ladder, you see, so he has, like, a slight advantage. So while it may they may look equal in being able to reach the fruit, the guy with the taller ladder can get more of the fruit, so we don't have equity. You see the- yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the explanation is kind of funny. Of course, that, that the guy who has the taller ladder uh, worked at three jobs and was uh, able to save money to buy the taller ladder. Uh, the guy with the smaller ladder waited for his government check in the mailbox every week. Wasn't enough for him to get the big ladder. All right. When we return, we'll be checking in with Blake Trolley, who's been covering the plight of the San Bernardino Mountain community people in their efforts to dig out from all that snow. John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere the iArt Radio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeart Radio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.